Welcome to the 19th Minute Podcast and FC... Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> my bad. It was a habit. Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Side FC Fans Podcast. My name is Matt Duell, for those of you who probably didn't know that. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, the Joe Martinez. Joe, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? And if you're listening to this, you probably know who our guest is for our first episode. For episode one, who better for a podcast called the Sad FCD Fans Podcast than probably the saddest fan of all? You might have taken over for me. You might know him. <laughs> you might know him from the possibly defunct 19th Minute Podcast. You might know him from Twitter, Twitter at. What did I tell you about waiting until I introduce you to say a word? I'm not going to listen to you. You're going to use my intro. I thought it was Kenny's this intro. Is oh, boy. We're <laughs> shots are fired. In a, also know my Twitter as El Chemical, which yep. I honestly didn't see the second I in that name until about five minutes before we started recording when Joe pointed it out. <laughs> I was like, what is Quimco? <laughs> uh, now I'm aware. And he's LAFC's number one fan. Uh, let us yep. all hear it for <laughs> Walter. How's it going, Walter? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. And and I don't know if it's a good thing to be called such a the, pretty much the peak set FC fan. I'm just really angry. Maybe I'm angry. When you I'm might be the angry FCD fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. I'll steal that. Uh, I'll see you in court. Uh, all right. So we all kind of know each other. Uh, Walter and I obviously know each other from Twitter and uh, the Twitter verses mm-hmm. of FC Dallas Twitter and all 40 people mm-hmm. that are on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Walter and Kenny were nice enough to have me on the 19th minute, kind of twice, really once. Uh, one time <laughs> y'all, did, y'all did like fan call-ins, and I did that. And, uh, and then another time I was a, a, featured, a featured act. Still waiting on the check, but yeah. it's all right. I'll invoice you. Um, and Joe and I have been friends since high school it's been about almost nine nine almost ten years that we've been friends damn we didn't go it's to the too same long high school. just mutual friends yeah I, I pay him monthly to have a conversation with me once a week nice uh joe knows walter from i think i recommended the 19th minute podcast to him you're welcome walter uh thank you and, and then i recruited him for my indoor yeah. soccer team which for one season it was not a very good team no no it wasn't it was fun though this it was, was very fun yeah, it's just uh, it, it, that was on a, on a win, really, because uh, I, I really wanted to start playing again. And I normally play goalkeeper myself, but I I, I kind of uh, heard that Joe was was kind of a big deal. So it's the busiest. On the, it was the busiest Joe's on ever been in goal. Let's just yep. put it that way. <laughs> yep, he's got his cardio in, man. <laughs> Sadly, I couldn't pick him up for a second season. Good. I couldn't pick him up for a second season. It was very sad. Yeah, no, it, I ran out of Gatorades and orange slices, and so. My funds ran out. But no, the uh, sad truth is yeah. money is made out of uh, plastic and paper. So is a great goalie. I, he, I'll give him that to where he played you know, our indoor team with our friends. He was our goalie for a while. He would have about three or four saves per game that would make me scream and cuss from the bench in excitement. A lot of double saves mm-hmm. and triple saves. That uh, He's a pretty big dude, but he's calling him because that fool gets down there quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I used to love That's to an see, accurate description, though. I like that. I, 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 can, I can second that. I, I, I can used to love that. to see the surprise on uh, players on the other team or people in the crowd's face whenever Joe would just pull out, like, a worldy save back-to-back. And we we're all just like, yeah, that's what he does. There's, like, four <laughs> one-on-ones because everyone's a field trying to score a goal. 
when we're winning for some reason, and then Joe's just left two on one and comes up with a save on a basically tap in. But uh, yeah, so that's how we all know each other. So uh, how have you guys been keeping busy without uh, sports or life in general for the last couple months, Walter? How have you been keeping yourself sane? Um, I've I haven't stopped working through all uh through everything. So uh, and then um I'm also I'm also in school too. So. I'm, I'm 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 pretty 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 entertained one way or another. So, but it's it sucks, you know. And I haven't. I mean, other than going to work, like I really don't go outside. It kind of sucks. It's depressing. I miss sports. And yeah, the German the German league kind of helps. But uh, you know, it'd be nice to go to a game. Joe, how about but, you? What have you been uh, doing to keep busy? Even though I'm weirdly aware. enough, I'm <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, I've been pretty much the same way. Uh, I haven't stopped working since Corona started, and then I literally have watched more Bundesliga this, over this break than I have my entire life because uh, there's really nothing else on, and so I'm excited for MLS coming back and FC Dallas coming back, but really it's just been FIFA, uh, the Bundesliga, and my laptop, and that's about it, and it's been very depressing. I've been watching a lot of the American Cornhole League. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I bet away about half of my bank account. <laughs> you know, so a whole five dollars, man. Uh, six fifty, actually, sir. If you factor in the interest. I see. No, no, I see. I see you. Uh, you're trying to, you know, get that diaper money. I get you. Oh yeah, that's uh, they keep me busy on the weekends for sure. And then I still work. You know, I've, like you guys, I haven't. I'm fortunate enough to where I haven't had any uh, change in the amount that I work. It's pretty nice to work from home and wake up ten minutes before I have to start working and. Roll over, roll over, and put on some pants and walk across the hallway. Every once in a while, there's some traffic in the hallway, so I'm a little bit late, but <laughs> it's inevitable. Uh, and watching some Bundesliga, I, I've always kind of been a Bundesliga fan, just because I really don't cheer for any European teams whatsoever. But I like watching American players play, just because it gives me a slight rooting interest. So Bundesliga is a good spot for American talent. Chris Richards made the I was going to say 18, but I guess it's, what, 20-man roster today for Bayern Munich. And he already has more league titles than any player in FC Dallas history. So congratulations to FC Dallas legend Chris Richards. Um, yeah, Cornhole, Bundesliga, a lot of Korean baseball. Um, oh, that's right. That is a thing, huh? I think so. Yeah, I didn't actually watch it. That was a joke. Uh, the K-League. And, uh, that's what that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, the K League with the um, the questionable fans in the stands. What did they end up being? Blow up dolls I thought or the something? Serie A was the one with the questionable fans, the racist one. Uh, oh yeah, Kenny and I uh-huh. call, it, call it the uh, RSL. It's the racist soccer league. And uh, now now they just have to pump in fake racist chants and stuff to make the players feel comfortable. <laughs> uh, so. As you said, we're all excited for MLS to come back, and MLS, ladies and gentlemen, is back. And if you weren't aware, they, they put it in the damn name of the tournament. It's called the MLS Back <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> There's no confusion here as to what this tournament is. Although, you know, I think we all wanted something a little more creative. Like, I wanted the Corona Challenge, sponsored by Corona Beer Company. Corona. Yeah. Or the <laughs> virus. I don't know if they have the financial backing. They're doing pretty well for themselves right now, though, so they might. The uh, quarantine cup was another idea that I've been thrown out, but I like that one a lot. Quarantine cup, yeah. Uh, but the MLS is back challenge or tournament. Sorry, I'll say that one from the top. Three, two. 
the MLS is back tournament. We'll fix that in post. Just kidding. I don't want to. Uh, 26 teams, all teams. Just a quick rundown of the format. You're probably familiar with it. 12 teams in the West, three groups, four. Uh, 14 in the East. Nashville was the one they moved over to the East, correct? You guys know? Yeah. East. It's with, East. Yeah, yeah, I saw their video. Yeah, the SpongeBob <laughs> clip was great. I did love a lot of the different social media team uh, for each team, posting some pretty funny MLS is back content. The, uh, the FC Dallas Peppa Pig one killed me uh, just because <laughs> I have a stupid sense of humor. And my daughters are pretty big Peppa Pig fans. And so I'm a pretty big Peppa Pig guy myself. Uh, there you go. She doesn't usually talk about MLS, though. So that's something, you know, they could talk in. But she's more of a Premier League fan, and she thinks Americans are shite. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we had MLS is back. So FC Dallas are in a group with... Vancouver Whitecaps, San Jose Earthquakes, and guys, are we surprised? Fucking Seattle. Seattle fucking Sounders. As Dan Crook said, Seattle hates us already, and I like it that way, and I hope it stays that way until the day I die. <laughs> Is that, uh, how, are you guys pretty happy overall with that group? Except for Seattle. Yeah, but yeah. The, just because I'm, I'm tired of being lumped with them every time with on something. <laughs> I think it would have been more fitting if they weren't in our group and then they just knocked us out in the round of 16. That would have been more more realistic or fitting for... Well, that's that's the uh, tradition, isn't it? Yeah. Seattle mm-hmm. or Portland. It's always, the, it's always the hipsters from the Northwest who knock us out each Bastards. year. But are you guys pretty confident that they get out of the group? Personally, I'm, I'd, I'd be willing to bet most things that I think they'll get out of the group, especially considering four of the top, four the four best three seeds get through out of six groups so basically if you win a game there's a good chance you're going to go through yeah i think they can they can at least beat i don't know maybe san jose um are the just sidebar are these are these games playing being played indoor or outdoor they're playing being played indoor right kind of level the playing field a little bit i guess i don't know <laughs> no they're all in the disney fields they're all outdoor <laughs> oh shit well yeah then uh we'll be, we'll be vancouver then yeah, Vancouver. I'm not, I don't know. It's hard to tell since uh, we've only played two damn games of the season. As <laughs> we don't know who's good or who's bad yet. SC yeah, Dallas may suck for all I know, and I haven't played on the road yet. But uh, I don't fear Vancouver. I don't fear San Jose. And really, Vancouver only ever beats us on the road with shitty turf. And same thing with Seattle and the atmosphere. Like at home, I really I I take FC Dallas to be anyone at home, always. But mm-hmm. You know, in, in this neutral situation, who knows? Joe, are you pretty confident? I think we should be able to get out of this group easily. Um, if we're not uh, one, of, if we're not in the top two, we we have to get at least a third spot. Uh, I'm not I'm not afraid of Vancouver. They've been kind of Mediocre. pretty bad for the past last couple of seasons. Even though they just got a new big striker, but that doesn't fix your entire squad. And San Jose is one that's weird because of their pressing system. But that's still a team that we should beat. And then Seattle can go fuck themselves. <laughs> San Jose is really fun to watch tactically. I know we said before this we're not gonna this isn't gonna be like a deep analytical soccer podcast just because that's not who I am or whatever. But uh watching them play is super fun to where it's you know, uh the way he plays with his like man to man basically. It's just like eleven guys yeah. covered. It'd be funny if they park someone on the goalie too at all times, like uh, <laughs> you know, in like seven-year-old soccer before the offside rule comes in. You just have someone up there cherry picking, just put the fast kid in front of the goal. Mm-hmm. That's probably why Americans don't ever develop soccer. But anyway, uh, sidebar. 
Um, so yeah, like you said, Joe, top three is easily obtainable. You really just win one game, and you're probably gonna yeah. go through. I will say I did a That's little probably FIFA gonna be simulation. Vancouver, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would say San Jose are probably the weak spot of the group. But like I said, it's hard to tell. Really, two games in the year. Um, we'd we'd be in the fifth month of soccer right now. That's crazy. I know. I was thinking about. That. It's crazy to think like, oh, okay, this is technically going to be only their third game of the season. Like a whole a whole non-transfer window ended in the time that we've been yep. gone, basically. <laughs> Which uh, I guess that leads us into another thing that we wanted to hit on was uh oh before we leave the MLSs back uh obviously after the groups they go to knockouts I couldn't find anything like a bracket that like detailed explanation of who plays who in the knockouts um I'm assuming that it's still going to be east and west in the round of 16 you know it's where the eight teams from the west play each other and the eight teams from the east I don't know which group plays you know like if it was four groups in each it'd be to guess but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to have to beat everyone. So I've never been someone who worries too much about who you get in this round or whatever, because at the end of the day, you're going to have to beat everyone else anyway. But it would be yep. funny if somehow, somehow, some way, FC Dallas has to play title again in the round of 16 <laughs> <laughs> and then gets knocked out. Or Portland <laughs> will find their way. But uh, so, yeah, then winner of the tournament gets a spot in the Champions League. Champions League. The, the good Champions League. Um, the only Champions League. Yeah, there's the that European matters. one. There's <laughs> the European one, but who wants to watch that? I want to watch a hunter and do two-foot a guy in the second minute on a game on a Tuesday night with 98% humidity. Yep. I want to see a waterlogged track field in uh, Jamaica. As long as you didn't <laughs> that's, say that's where That's where – oh, that too. I was too, about to start crying at a PTSD. I'm running a track Sorry. field. Sorry. Yep. I'm running – Yeah. Yeah, and fields that uh, are in worse condition than what I played middle school soccer games on. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. That's a serious statement. I don't doubt it. There's a beauty in this, though. Yeah. There's a beauty in that. It's so pure. It's so yeah. pure. There's nothing more pure than watching a five-yard pass jump six yards out of bounds. <laughs> which, which is which, – <laughs> which I expect to happen a lot in this tournament because everybody's going to be – I don't know. I just picture every. You remember the Houston game that got waterlogged? Oh, that that's how it, I imagine. That I I I think that's the first two games for every team in this tournament. Yeah, it's just going to be it's going to be fucking deer like recently born deer even on a field uh, trying to kick a ball. Even watching like Bundesliga and stuff, they look rusty as hell. Everybody, well, imagine how much worse it is here in MLS. So. Yeah, when you factor in quality. But according to Alexi Lawless, MLS teams could thrive in, in a Premier League, so we really got nothing to worry about. Um, but, yeah, like the the conditioning is going to be a huge problem. And, you know, they're playing in Orlando in the summer, and there's going to be day games in the morning and at night. Mm-hmm. As Texans, we all know that, sure, it makes a little difference, but it's still pretty fucking hot. And the humidity mm-hmm. in Florida is no joke. So don't be surprised to see a whole lot of muscle injuries. <laughs> The first couple of games. It's going to be a lot of hammies, oh, a lot of torn hammies. Yeah, a lot of hamstring injuries. Santiago Mosquera is going to start and be hurt by minute one because he can't <laughs> stay in shape to save his damn life. Uh, <sighs> so one of the – that was actually – Joe, you have the fan questions up, right? Wasn't I believe there was one that was asking uh, – someone asked about if I thought that – or we thought that FC Dallas would have an advantage due to the conditions. 
right? Yeah, I that's think so. exactly what it was. What was Melanie the Melanie said... Uh, Absolutely. Melanie at Miss Bell, too, said, do you think that FC Dallas will have an advantage in Orlando due to the heat, at least compared to the other teams in their group? Well, yep. Seattle and Vancouver and San Jose, yeah, are definitely not... All coastal breeze yeah. teams. Yeah. And you think about, like like you said, Matt, uh, you think about how those teams play here. Yeah, and they're dying. And we tend to come out on top, and yeah, and they're dying. So... Second yeah. half, you always see FC Dallas kind of take over in home games. Oh, that uh, reminds me. I'm excited to see the water breaks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the water breaks, man. You're touching your <laughs> lips on the bottle. That's going to be interesting. They're gonna have I mean, everybody bottles. has their like, own assigned bottle or whatever. So, No, each bottle is just yeah. six feet long to where that way the, <laughs> it's designed to shoot water six feet. So that way you don't have to put your <laughs> mouth on it. Uh, but, yeah, I do think that the weather will definitely – play a uh play an fc dallas's advantage because we're you know fc dallas is out of training right now and 90 whatever degrees every day in the sun and teams in seattle or seattle vancouver and san jose san jose it's pretty much perfect every day seattle um, i don't think it's gonna ra- oh it could florida rains a lot so we never know there could be a rainy game but seattle's gonna play in a real field uh Someone did say that they were hoping New York's uh, New York City would be forced to play in a baseball fields at Disney, <laughs> and I thought that would be the most. D- Don Garber should do it just to stick it to all the haters who complain about New York City's lack of a stadium. That would be great to watch them play on a Disney baseball field. No, I want to see them fucking suffering on a full size field. Yeah, but then again, I'm evil, so it's you know, just just me, just personal preference. Yeah. The only big market team for you is LAFC. My babies. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, what are they going to do with Vela? Without Vela, huh? Vela has been. Oh, he's still thing. injured. Oh, he's, he's still injured, injured and he's also has a has a baby on the way. So he's been talking about maybe not even going just because of that. They, don't, they need him, but they don't need him. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, they they still have. They're so stacked; it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, yeah, and then they're playing against Portland, and they're playing against Houston. In that same group, so I mean, Houston sucks, right, guys? Houston sucks. Houston sucks. I mean, it's a universal truth, right? I didn't make the rules. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Houston make just sucks. Train them. <laughs> Who else is so. who's the four team in that group? So it's Houston, L.A. Galaxy. Oh yeah, duh. oh yeah. All we were way. all really shocked when that pulled got pulled out of the. Yeah, weird, huh? Dude, the freak. What I was gonna when I said speaking of LFC, the guy in the damn draw was so annoying with his. He was trying to get a, a comedy job afterwards with a, oh, we'll take it. <laughs> with a little shoulder shrugs and working the camera. I think he's doing crowd work at one point. And then uh, who was it? Oh, I think it was FC Drunk. Found out, looked through his Instagram, and it was him as a, he was a San Jose fan before. And then it was another thing of him, like, congratulating the Galaxy and cheering for the Galaxy. <laughs> so it's a pretty good uh, representation of LAFC fans, I'd say. Like Walter, um, yeah. Oh, gee. But I mean, like, even if if Vela doesn't play, at the end of the day, teams that are really strong, like your LAFCs, Atlantas, it's really just three regular season games he's missing. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you win, you get the Champions League spot. But let's be honest, there's probably a pretty good chance that LAFC will earn a Champions League spot anyway. Um, yeah, through that, supporter shield or yeah, because this spot is just something. replacing the Open Cup, correct? I think that's what I read because there is no U.S. Open Cup this year. Which yeah, is, no, yeah. I think they'll probably use um, whoever won it last year, and I can't remember who that was. It Houston? 
No, I think that that's just that spot is being replaced by uh, the the MLS's back tournament winner gets the Champions League spot for that, oh, regardless okay, yeah, yeah, of right. if it's an American or a Canadian team. Yeah, so right. the ridiculous Canadian championship will still earn you a spot. But you know who else can win this tournament? That's FC Dallas. That's true. That's right. If they're ever, I think. I, I mean, it's such a crapshoot. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, do we put a star over the crest if we win it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those those new jerseys with if, the new if, sponsors will be shipped out next day. <laughs> Atlanta. If if Atlanta if it, if Atlanta could count that shoddy ass <laughs> tournament last year as a star, then I'm sure we could count this as a star too. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of Atlanta, did you see they sent out a press release that uh <laughs> when they won that FIFA tournament thing, they're glad oh they're my like, God. Oh, we have another championship <laughs> because they won the my FIFA Pro Am. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing out of Atlanta is their puppy cup. That's it. I mean, other than hell that, yeah, just keep your keep your Mercedes Benz Stadium, even though it's really nice. And I don't want to go there, but whatever. Man. <laughs> and I use it as even though it's constant, even though it's constantly filled with with fans, and and they actually have a good team. And, and FC Dallas know, was sessions and FC Dallas were visionaries, man. We've been playing with no fans for a long time, and the rest of the league. That's that's <laughs> another advantage used to the crowd noise. That's the another advantage we didn't factor in. Teams aren't used to playing in silent stadiums. FC Dallas is going to have that advantage going in. Houston could maybe give them a run for their money. <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> Colorado. Yeah. Walter's been to Colorado. What was that game day experience like? Do you remember it's, much? It's, or you it, look, I, no, 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 no. I tend to I tend to be pretty sober before the game. Now, what I do after is none of your business. Um, Even the dollar beer game. It's, <laughs> well, it's because you were actually there. So, uh, I mean, uh, I, I personally have I have good friends extending back uh, in Colorado that were that are Rapids masochists to begin with. Um, Colorado's beautiful, man. I I'd uh, I'd suggest that if you've never gone to Colorado or much less gone to a Rapids game, yeah, like go to a Rapid. The stadium is the stadium is. You know, a notch above ours because there's actual shade on the <laughs> on the uh, eastern and western sides. But I mean, uh, yeah, man, they are super great. similarly built. The stadiums, yeah, very. It's literally just shade, but they almost look like the same template. <laughs> like, oh no, yeah, except ours is below ground and theirs is above ground. So the oven. Remember when that was the nickname for uh, Pizza Hut mm. Park? It was a clever one. <sighs> and then I remember when there was actually that Pizza Hut next to the stadium. Next to the <laughs> hotel. I used to love watching people uh, whenever they'd be stuck, stuck in that parking. I don't know if it's still there. I think they closed I it. I think it's still there. Is it? I don't know. I never park over there. But uh, it's funny to watch people s- just jump the curb and go into the uh, the hotel parking lot instead of sitting through the traffic to get out of that parking lot. They would just go through the back and dudes in SUVs are jumping curbs and shit to yep. just get right on. They still the do that. Yeah, people they still, still do, do that. that. Yeah. It's I'm going to try that in a Miata and just total the car. Do it. You deserve a new car. Yeah. My 96 Corolla just fucking breaks down. Hey, man, let's not disrespect Toyota. This is an FC Dallas podcast, and I'm trying to get some sponsorships, so take it easy there. They're a big one of the team. So Pizza Head, if you're listening, so, and then what's what's over there? Blue Goose and uh, cigar shops? Oh, yeah, the cigar shop. Um, anyway. The Frisco Public Library, if you guys want to sponsor the show. Uh, Heck yes. That was also so the site of, of the... Uh, What's up, sponsorships. Joe? Who's going to be the next sponsor in the front of our, our beautiful T-shirts? Our beautiful jerseys, excuse me. You guys had a couple good ones. Joe, what was the one you suggested? Uh, I thought Herbalife would be a great, yeah, that would a be great good. replacement <laughs> for 
just for the bands. Just for the Just for the bands. Just a giant double bird to the world. Just put two pyramid schemes on your jersey. Next to each other, yeah. On the sleeve. Cutco knives on the front or Mary Kay. Mary Kay. Yeah, Mar- I mean, Mary Kay would make so much damn sense. It's a local, too. You know, we yeah. in the community. Baylor. Forex. Uh, uh, Walter, what was what? Walter, you had a great one. No. <laughs> no. Nah. The Dallas Police Officers Association. The Dallas Police Officers Association. <laughs> After the uh, oh Fort Worth God. Vaqueros uh, made probably the most time move in the history of soccer. <laughs> Not to be outdone. The Dallas Police Officers <laughs> Association. You know what's funny is I uh, I quoted their tweet and said something about how it was just completely tone deaf, and they uh, I looked through their Twitter and they were literally just copying pasting the exact same response to every single person who called. Them oh out. yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, we understand oh, yeah. your concern, but they're a big part of. Well, I didn't even read it all. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. I would have paid money or refunded the money that they 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 put in to be in that draw just because, like, I don't know, man. If they can, if they can it pull cops draw. off the air after 32 seasons, huh? It was a draw they did. No, yeah, it was a draw. It's a draw. It's a random draw that they do online. Um, basically, it's a pool of sponsors, and you have one person pick it from a bowl. You think the guy who pulled it out of the bowl is like, let's go ahead and put that right back in there. <laughs> let's go over, take round two, round two. I, I just don't know how you can, ah, uh, man. Do you think he pulled it? Tone deaf. Ah, shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it looks like it's gonna be Bucks Cabaret. Yeah. Well, it looks like everyone's becoming a Denton Diablo fan this year. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, not not to not to take too much of a political thing, but you think about the demographic in Denton. They have a rivalry with Denton, and Denton is very vehemently anti-cop right now. Yeah, Joe's a UNT guy. He knows all about. There you the, go. The I used to live D. in Denton, so. Oh really? I've only been yeah. like twice. That was enough. That's <laughs> the Dallas snob in me. Well, there's a reason why I'm back in Dallas, so. <laughs> oh, uh, Walter and I uh, ran into each other at a Popeyes once, but both on our lunch. How many break. times have we ran into each other randomly? Um, that was the first time that wasn't at an FC Dallas game. No, I ran into you at your work one time. Oh yeah. And then there was another time I ran into you. Oh, when I worked at Academy. Yeah. And you took a picture of me and sent it to me in DMs. It's just the side <laughs> of my head from far away. <laughs> I was like, that's not creepy, creepy but I, I appreciate it. That's a, it was a good picture. I made it my uh, Tinder It was a very picture. good picture. There you go, man. I'm just kidding. Hard uh, work. work hard, play hard. I thought you were talking about whenever I uh, used to work at Cane's and I used to just hook people up with that Cane's challenge. Man. Sh- shit, I'd give it to them three days after if they just said something about it. <laughs> Dallas. I was apparently, uh, apparently you, you couldn't get the Caniac combo. I had the, had this lady tell me about three times. I'm not giving you no damn you $12, get the can- $12, 50 cent meal for free. Get the hell out of here. Shit, I'll give you two fingers. Anyway. You want to come in? Oh, <laughs> whoa. whoa. Anyway. That was meant to be. <laughs> it was a double bird reference, not a something else. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, but my my, uh, my sponsor idea was uh, similar to the Police Office Association. I thought if we're going to go tone deaf, let's go even worse. Let's just be sponsored by the biggest pyramid scheme of them all. Uh, COVID-19, because you give it to some, one person, oh they get a couple people to join, they get a couple more, and before you know it, you got a big old, and each team, instead of, uh, it's, they just, everyone wears number 19, and instead of their names, they just write COVID on the back of your jerseys, similar to, you know, the how, the how they're doing in the Premier League, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can go back to the 19th minute after COVID-19. That's true. I think we're going to have to change that. 
you guys can still use my idea of being a Bundesliga-based podcast of the 19th minute. 19. You just got to choose a random team to support. I've had fun watching Carlos Garezzo play soccer again for the first time in years. Or however long. What's it been? A year, I guess. I missed watching him just destroy shit in the middle with no regard for humanity. Dude looks like he kicks puppies for fun. <laughs> like, I when I met, I just like walk by him when I used to go in the locker room. He, I was kind of like, I don't want to mess with that guy. I don't even speak the same language at him as him, but I don't want to cross him. Well, yeah, he always had the, the the male equivalent of a resting bitch face like that. That's the one dude you don't want to mess with. Yeah, because he'll kick you. Yep. Just, I wouldn't be surprised he pulled a shank out of his sock one game and just flip flip the guy right in the middle of the right in the middle of the circle. VAR and MLS would probably still not catch it. Um, there is VAR at the back tournament, in case you're wondering. Good to know. Uh, there's just one camera, though, because they couldn't afford to <laughs> ship that many ca- or to fly in. They couldn't steal, like, the 700 surveillance cameras at Disney World? Oh, that's true. They have facial recognition scanning on each player to where they can tell who's out here committing uh, committing crimes and stuff. Uh, so we advocate another thing. The... <laughs> anything i've learned from being an fc dallas fan over the years is to never get your hopes up for a news tease in the middle of the day <laughs> because it always lets you down like oh what's what's, what's the big oh, news yeah. <laughs> oh advocare is moving to the sleeve okay cool dope yeah really big uh breaking news there guys <laughs> although i gotta say the new social guy is killing it lately and uh i talked to him a little bit he seems like a nice dude and he seems like he's a big fan of the matt hedges is my lord and savior bit so maybe he'll set me up. He said he would if Matt has just scored a goal in the MLS's back tournament. Uh, by the way, by the way, that reminds me. Uh, are you the are you the uh, guy behind no. the FC underscore Hedges? No, no. I uh, I saw that. I'm like, man. That that is. How did you I, not? They sent in a question, and I was going to bring that up and say that. Uh, that is not me. Uh, I know what you might be thinking, but it's not me. It's the guy. Uh, I'll arrange a greeting, uh, meet and greet with him so you can see it's two different people. Joe, you have the questions up. What FC underscore Hedges did have a question, I believe, correct? Yeah, so uh, FC Hedges said, uh, what changes will be made when Hara comes into the team? That goes into another topic I wanted to hit on. They announced officially Franco Hara, even though, I mean, we've all known for a while, but he's here in training. I saw the Instagram post from him to where we've known he's been here for a couple weeks. But he's eligible to play, and MLS is back. Um, and I think, yeah, that's a that's a question that a lot of people. I think there was another question that was kind of similar um, about him being back. What the team's gonna do? Uh, I <laughs> there's no way they're n- not gonna start him. I would assume based off of how much he's gonna be making, uh, they wouldn't have brought him in to, you know, come off the bench. What do you think, Joe? Well, I mean, he is gonna be a DP signing mm-hmm. so I would hope that we would be starting him but you know our track record with DPs haven't been that successful lately but Hara's going to be basically if you want to know what kind of player he is he's going to be exactly like Cobra but just better Yeah, he's going to be the same build <laughs> more prolific. the same yeah the more pro- prolific he's going to be the same build he's going to have the same strengths where he's, he's strong in the air a decent first touch can play it out wide to whoever's um going down the wing and he's a good hold-up player but he ha- he's he's a way better finisher than than cobra is and he has scored roughly about yeah, 70-ish goals for pachuca and is and was the 
highest goal scorer for that club. So yeah, he is going to be somebody record. that should be doing good. Yeah, his goal yeah. record is really good. It is worth noting that a lot of them do seem to come from penalties. And I was wondering, I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll bump Ret- uh, Retho off of penalty duty for yeah, him. That's, Probably. That's definitely going to be something. It would be nice to not, to have an offensive player actually take PKs Retho's for Retho's pretty one. solid, though. At, uh, I mean, he is. I'm not saying he's not. but Yeah, but it is kind of lame when a center back steps up. Might, might as well just throw yeah. the goalie in there for the, the bants. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go on, Sorry, Jeff. but I, I was thinking because uh, having a 10-goal goal scorer on FC Dallas is extremely rare, but yeah. he's basically noted he's he scored about 15-ish goals for the past five seasons for Pachuca, except for one season where he was pretty poor. But I would at least think for the rest of the season, or at least maybe this tournament, he should have some goals. I would think he has at least 10 goals for the season. And if not, then, well, he's going to be another one of those signings where he doesn't really live up to the name. Although he is turning 32 when the season when the when the tournament starts. Yeah, I think so they had the, a typo. We are getting his last couple of seasons. I think they put a typo on the uh, tweet yesterday about when his birthday was. I think it's in July. In the they said June. June. Yeah, yikes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Walter, what are your thoughts on Franco Hara? I mean, Joe Joe kind of hit the nail on the head with that. Um, I mean, if you watch League MX, I don't know how much you guys like watch. I I personally haven't watched it, but I mean, it, it he's, he's up there. That's that's constantly mentioned. Like, you know, you got uh, you know, Gignac too. That that you kind of compete against, and if you're able to be that much of a of a of a star in Mexican soccer, when you have people like Gignac on there, then then you know that's not he's not anybody to just kind of just scoff at. The age the age kind of kills it a little bit for me, but I mean, I mean, if he's a forward and and you know he's 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 not playing in the middle he's not doing too much running he's prolific you know he's a good target forward then by all means you know age doesn't really matter yeah. in that aspect but the, but i mean the counterpoint would be do they move to a two forward system do they stack one on top of the other cuz i mean the kind of the conversations that we've we've we had um you know at the beginning of the season and before the season started was well cobra was on a hot streak at the end of last season um and you kind of just don't brush that off and say you know it's just a streak it was a fluke um, you know what happens in that aspect? I mean, I I, I don't know because we haven't seen really a, a strong two forward system in a really long time yeah. at FCD. I'd like to see that though, um, especially with 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 having a, a pretty decent midfield. You know, you would you would think you'd be able to to execute a, a, a two forward system, have at least some targets in the box, and and see what happens. Pray and pray, but you know, I, it, you can't just brush Cobra aside. I think. Yeah, exactly. I do think that a lot of a lot of who Lucci is is his system, and his system is you know possession based, and usually possession based doesn't necessarily uh, coincide with four four twos. And uh, you mm-hmm. know when you think of four four twos, you usually think of your uh, your Brexit fish and chips, booted into the stands, long ball it to the big guy up top, uh, and mm-hmm. with two strikers who are like you guys both said are pretty similar. Uh, in fact, they're about as similar as your line and two strikers. Uh, I do wonder how those two guys could work together. I do think it's something you have to try, though. You have to at least try. Cobras, people, you know, are so like quick to like during the offseason, like we need a number nine, we need a number nine, and I think a lot of that just comes from years of not having one. But if you look at what Cobra did at the end of last season when actually getting minutes, he was the most consistent striker FC Dallas has had since shit probably Jeff Cunningham. You know, like as far as goals per. 90 minutes and stuff like that. He was up there at the top of the league for goals per 90 minutes. Sure, he's probably going to be a little streaky, and he's he's not going to be a guy that's going to like completely impact a game for 90 minutes, but he's going to be a guy that pops up here and there, and you know he's going to 
give you every damn drop of anything that he has when he's on the field and he inspires others. Every guy on the team will tell you that how much Cobra is loved by the team and how much he means to them. He's, he's got that energy, you know, and that's, that's something that you gotta, you gotta think about outside of, of actual scout, the talent and, and skill is, you know, how much does it bring on and off the field? You know, how, how many times did we reference that, that gift of him uh, slapping, who was it? Reggie's hand after a celebration <laughs> or what was it or something like that. And then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, that, that's, that's the kind of energy you want. Franco is not that way. You know, he's more of a, you know, I'm going to sh- show you what I got with my skills. So, you know, what happens? I, I, I'm a I'm a fan of the four four two system personally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's tried and true, and you know that's that's you know up until recent history what kind of the the norm was. But um, I mean, you got teams like Portland and and Vancouver in that group who are shaky at best. Um, you know, defending having two threats at the end of the field isn't necessarily a bad thing to try out. Plus, I think we've seen in the past that Cobra as a super sub wasn't that effective. You know, at the beginning of last year or whenever they I mean it's kind of hard for any player to make an impact when you're throwing them on in the 80th minute it's like dude we need a goal the other team is parking the bus go out there and score a goal anyone who's good enough to just come on and score a goal in five minutes wouldn't be playing for FC Dallas you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. if they, like it's not like you're throwing Messi on the field he's like alright I'll just go score a goal like if he was that good he wouldn't be playing in MLS and he wouldn't be playing for FC Dallas guys need minutes to you know make an impact so I, I do think maybe that factors into thinking of Cobra as super sub uh, that, you know, he wasn't very successful in that role. It, you know, it's it could be apples to oranges comparing now to then since he's he's a different player now in terms of his confidence and maybe things could be different this time. Um, I do think FC Dallas's weak spot, I thought it was their real position of need more than striker was that second winger. Uh, mm-hmm. The left, I guess you'd call it left wing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they switch. Yeah, probably the left side. Yeah, because Mike, you got Mikey on one side, and it seems like they're rolling Fafa Pico out there. I think they're pretty close to done with Santiago Mosquera. It seems like they're kind mm-hmm. of seem to be waiting him out a little bit. Um, and I think if you go to four four two, that could maybe give you a chance to play Paxton on the wing. You know, play. Him. He's a mm-hmm. good defensive player. Four four two, you know, the wingers have a little more defensive responsibility than when you're playing three guys in the middle. And I think Paxton could be really good as a second winger. Uh, who they play in the midfield is something I think Tiago Santos is was really, really strong. Uh, and I think that was mm-hmm. pretty universally agreed upon by everyone. And, I mean, <laughs> Brian, Brian Acosta's back now. You know, he missed the first couple of games of the season because he's hurt. Uh, I would imagine that they want to start him. But Tanner Tessman was pretty good in uh, his time. Yeah. So, I mean, they have options, which is a good thing and something that maybe we're not so used to in terms of there's 14, 15 guys on the team who are probably good enough to start, but, you know, you got to narrow it down to 11. There will probably be plenty of squad rotation in uh, oh, yeah. this tournament. Yeah. With conditioning yeah. and games, I think, are going to be played. I think they said uh, three games within, I forgot how many days they said. Six. No, uh, not six. I think it was twelve days. I think it's eight. Something like that. Eight sounds even yeah. sounds too close. I want to say it was maybe even closer to like fourteen when I read the uh, because I think I remember thinking it would be like a uh, I don't know. But uh, there there's a good chance we're gonna have some afternoon weekday FC Dallas games. So y'all start planning your PTO accordingly. Uh, <laughs> well, that's also <laughs> yeah. That's also why I'm excited about these because it's gonna allow for more 
rotation that we already have because, mm-hmm. you know, we also want Pepe to get some minutes too, even though we True, have two strikers ahead of him. And then the reason why I think we still stick to that 4-3-3 or maybe even go to like that uh, 3-5-2 that we've been hybriding with mm-hmm. um, is because FC Dallas loves to have those three midfielders. And you gotta you, you have Acosta, you have Diego Santos, and you have Pomico, who are all players that you're going to want starting at all times. And you'll rotate that kind of midfield with Cervania and Tessman and um, whoever else is just behind one them. Thing, one person we haven't mentioned is Jesus Ferreira, who's got a factor oh, in Ferreira, here there somehow, you, go. you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If and uh, are, are we going to still experiment the, 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 the camp spot with him? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was about to bring up is I think the move for Hara kind of moves. It seems like Lucci kind of likes Jesus more in that 10 that ten role, you know, uh, than yeah. the striker position for now. I think, personally, he's probably got a better ceiling as a striker. Uh, just because I think his movement in the box for someone his age is really impressive. And I think he's a good finisher for his age. Mm-hmm. Um, the size thing is something that is going to hurt him a little bit. So it probably plays into the maybe him being more of a, you know, kind of a, a second striker. If they're going to play two strikers, yeah. I think Jesus would be a really good guy to be a second striker as opposed to playing Cobra and Hara up top were similar in style. I think a guy like Jesus is the kind of guy you want as a second striker who can kind of drop under, you know, break some passing lanes. You know, Jesus is a good good passer. And whenever he played for the U.S., I don't know if you guys watched the uh, the friendly where he got his debut. He, I, th- I believe they lined him up as a striker, but he was dropping everywhere and just spraying passes all over the field. But, I don't know, yeah, that's th- like, like Joe said, there's options, which is a good thing. Depth is a good thing, especially when you have a lot of yeah. young guys who are going to be, I mean, Frank O'Hara has four caps for the Argentina national team. You know, that's that's pretty big. That's a pretty big, uh, pretty good thing to have on your resume. And I'm sure he's got a lot of knowledge to pass on to guys like Ricardo Pepe and Jesus Ferreira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even though he's waning years, he's gonna, he's gonna be a player that elevates the ceiling. I think we don't really have any FC Dallas that do that when they come in, but he has at least that talent that will elevate our ceiling. And whether he comes in for 50 minutes because he's just trying to get his legs back or it's a starter, I think having these options is going to be good for us. And especially in this tournament, we're going to be rotating and rotating and rotating and just kind of tiring out teams with um, our conditioning and our passing. So I'm excited. I'm actually really excited that he's on the team, even though it's not really a high-profile level signing or I believe maybe 95% of people know he is, but he's going to be one of the more talented players that we have on this team. He definitely has one of the best runways of anyone FC Dallas has signed in a long time. Uh, and I mean, we'd know, but he can do we saw it firsthand in uh 2017 and those uh still heartbroken about the uh CONCACAF Champions League semifinals. uh oh, yeah. mm-hmm. did he score in both legs or just in the first leg I know he scored in at least one the one yeah, here he I think is the one here mm-hmm. I think he might have scored in the second one where Chris Seitz forgot how to handle the cross twice oh. uh, sorry <laughs> twice, yeah. sorry I know he's a good guy my bad people don't like scored I think six or seven goals in that entire CONCACAF champions run for them. Yeah, and Dan Hunt had the quote saying where he's like, after I saw him basically kick her ass, I was like, I want to do everything I can to get that <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like how in the uh, the intro video that they, they use like the goals he scored on us like as, as yeah. part of his uh his reel. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only ones they had rights to. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Whenever we couldn't eat, we only used half the stadium for a fucking Champions League semifinal because we couldn't sell mm-hmm. the tickets. It was half the stadium, and the Hall of Fame was under construction at the time. Side of the defense. All right. So, um, who do you guys think will uh, be the who will score the most goals for FC Dallas in Orlando? Oh yes, that was the other question that I connected to. That's the, my marker's uh, hard. It's hard to tell just because it really we don't know what Lucci's gonna do. But I think it has to. Be. 
All right, if you're gonna make me be a betting man. And then if I you go, am. if you go bold, how many are they gonna score? How many are they scoring? Oh, two. Shit. Um, okay, so I play at least three games. Also, I kind of have to predict how far I see Dallas is gonna go here. Really. Uh, Matt Hedges is probably gonna score about twelve. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Cobra, and I'll say. Uh, I'll go. I'll go three. I think FC Dallas will lose in the Western semifinals, so they'll make the final four. It's pretty okay. Good, pretty good run for them. Joe. Uh, I think, I think it's gonna be weird, and I think um, Hara is gonna come in and score five goals. Oh. I believe he's gonna come in. He's gonna get. He's gonna get maybe one or two games where he scores one or about two or three goals, and. But I do think our most important player is going to be Mikey Barrios. I think yeah. after the 70th minute, he's just going to be that engine that just runs past everybody. And he's going to have plenty of setups where I think Hara is going to be the one coming in finishing them. So I think he gets five goals. That's my prediction. Hara, five goals. But how far does FC Dallas go? Uh, I think the semifinals. Same as me. West I, think, I think we're that good. Yeah, I I truly believe in this team. Oh, wait, I don't huh? know why. Not, but Not the West semis, the semis, semis. So they're going to be in the final four is what I was saying. They're going to be in the final four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's semifinals. West semis would be the round of or the quarterfinals. So I think semis, we'll, be, we'll be in the top four teams in this tournament. Oh, Walter. Yeah. That's bold. Cobra Hara. Reto, Reto with four goals. You they're all going to be PKs. Ooh. That's really not a bad <laughs> four prediction. Four PKs. One free kick. It's just kick. you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of sloppy play, I think, in the back too. So it's if, if you and, uh, and you, you go ahead. What? No, no, I was gonna say it's uh, you. You last time we played San Jose was what five to four. Sloppy defending on both sides. Yeah. Is that where the guy put the ball right into his own net? <laughs> I <Yep>. think so. <laughs> That's where Vega <laughs> couldn't control Francis, the ball. And just, our, uh, stupid Vega. Francis Atuahene scored a outside the foot curler. It was the most yeah. random goal scored by an FC Dallas yeah. player in history. It's yeah. the only time he ever played, and he just goes out there and scores a worldie, and then never played again. It, it's so it's so it's tough to make these predictions because, like like we said, it's such a freaking crapshoot because everybody is rusty. That's what's so fun about Some, it. That's what's it's exciting. Just, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> I I think we get eliminated round of sixteen. Uh, See, I don't know. I mean, quarterfinals. Uh, it's, but I don't know. I don't know how how the fixtures are if we yeah, get into the round of sixteen. Hard. I'm assuming you only play West teams until the final. Yeah, because there's because because sure I was looking at the graphic and it, it doesn't tell you, yeah. you know, like A one plays exactly. this one or yeah, that's what I was trying yeah, to find. so. So, quarterfinals eliminated. I think so, I, I don't know. It's 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 we can we can very possibly win silver out of this shit. Like it's 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 such a crapshoot. Uh, but who's your top score? You said Reto with. Reto with four. Four. Yeah. <laughs> Better hope we get a. Yeah, that's crazy. Hope we get a Baltimore Toledo to give some shoddy penalty calls. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's another thing too. These refs are gonna be rusty as fuck too. So it's. Uh, <laughs> they're already terrible to begin with. I was gonna say you're implying that they were uh, that they were in good condition before. No, no, no. That's one thing I've definitely missed quarantine is angrily tweeting at the pro referees account. <laughs> I've been doing it during quarantine just to stay sharp. <laughs> I've been cussing them out. Just keep your fitness up. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've, I said that I went to a local pickup game and was just heckling from the crowd just to stay in shape. <laughs> I gotta keep my brain sharp. I yelled, "You suck!" at a group of six-year-old girls having practice the other day while driving. <laughs> uh, so Retha with four, and then quarterfinals. Wow, Walter, you're the downer. Shocker. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Real. 
you know, I think I think I may be way too optimistic, but uh, I think we do pretty well in this tournament. I just think if, if we're used to the Texas heat, we're used to playing in empty stadiums, and we have just a lot of rotation players that are all pretty much the same level to where even if you take one person out, you can put somebody else in, we'll, we'll still Five be subs. good. Five subs. I, I, I just think we have a good team. Yeah, you know, yeah it, it changes out. the game. Yeah, it it that's 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 half of your squad. And like that's that changes everything. In the other leagues, we've seen the five subs kind of favor the big teams like Bayern Munich, who can afford to have sixteen basically world class players in their <laughs> roster. And MLS, you know, uh, yeah, some teams will have a better top half, but usually depth is where they have to make some sacrifices. I think the five subs could, uh, you know, could maybe play into some of the teams like FC Dallas who have more options. You know, it could could play in their favor. Yeah, it'll it'll benefit teams. You know, like like us, like SKC, LAFC, oh, wow. but it, it it could hurt teams though, like LA Galaxy, Portland, and Minnesota. I think like it's that's another thing to add to the crapshoot. But hopefully, like the, the I mean, the thing is too, you gotta if if you're a player, you're you're a Lucci. I mean these these games still count towards the season. So I mean, yeah, the first three. If you're if you're thinking long shot, then you know you got to balance. Okay, how how worn down do we want to get from this tournament, and then you know try to get points now rather than later, or how do you balance, you know your 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 team to do well enough in the tournament to not be too low on the table, and then play off the rest of the season. You know, however that's going to go. That's another thing, though. They said they're going to start the season, you know, continue the season after the tournament, but they didn't give any dates on that, so we have no idea how long of a you know break between the trademark MLS is back tournament. Uh, and yeah, because the tournament's supposed to end what the second week of August. I think I saw it was like August tenth or eleven is the final. Is the final, and yeah, there's there's nothing after that. There's I don't, I, you know there's nothing. So all they say is that are... they hope MLS Cup is final is before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Huh. You know, December. Well, and the the final is usually in November. Uh, right. It's October, I believe. Is it October? I don't know something, something like that. that. But uh, so do you guys, who do you guys will think, who do you guys think will win it all though? Who's gonna win the trademark MLS is back tournament? Tournament. <laughs> is there two tournaments? Is it the MLS is back tournament or how does that work? It... It's just MLS is back. Yeah, yeah. You can't say the beforehand. You can't put the in front That's of a no-no. All right. Just you can't sure. put the. So who's gonna uh, win? Uh... Walter, we know you're going to say LAFC, so we'll go ahead and skip you. Uh, I mean, I even <laughs> I mean, uh, looking at their, I mean, they got depth, so uh, Miami, <laughs> FC Cincinnati, <laughs> Houston. We're talking, we're talking professional teams. Sorry. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, fine. I'll go LAFC just because that's the bill. Oh I have yeah, to play, that was right? a real hard one for you to admit. Yep. Sorry, I didn't mean to cause <laughs> yeah. you so much trauma. But yeah, 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 yeah. What's next? Do you hope Mexico does well at the next World Cup? Yes, I do. Jesus. Weird, well, huh? That's also something that I was sad about coronavirus is that they canceled the U uh, seventeen World Cup. Mm-hmm. Mexico is always a top four team in that tournament for some reason. Yep. I wanted to, I wanted to watch Cobra at the Euro twenty twenties, man. I was ready to watch Cobra oh, yeah, score a hat true. trick on. Germany you know, or England, something. <laughs> yeah, just to piss off. Score two bangers against England. He only mm-hmm. One. He only scores bangers. I don't think he's ever scored a banger in life. <laughs> I think they're all just pretty close to the box tapping. 
He did score the the. He had a goal and an assist in the last game pre uh, pre COVID. And then uh, I from what I remember from the highlight, I had to watch the highlights after that one because your boy took advantage of Dollar Beer Night or Dollar. Hell beer yeah. Night. <laughs> Luckily, there was a game afterwards, and there was a pretty good attendance at that game afterwards because there was thousands of people sobering up or yeah. <laughs> driving home from Frisco. And and some of the places kept the beer going for a dollar. So dude, I had like seven dollar hot dogs <laughs> that day. Yeah, <laughs> it was embarrassing, <laughs> and they were good too, because yep. you know once the booze hits, you're just like, this is mm-hmm. this is the most amazing hot dog I've ever had. My compliments to the chef. Walter and I had a pretty long talk during that. Uh, who did SMU? Or they played SMU against North Texas. And mm-hmm. uh, that was whenever Clark Hunt walked by, and um, he did he would <laughs> try to my shake hand. his hand. <laughs> <laughs> this was okay. I have a conspiracy theory that I'm gonna throw out there now. Bear with me. Bear with me. The Hunts are responsible for the COVID-19 outbreak in the United States. <laughs> now, now bear with me here. Clark Hunt refused to shake my hand, and said, "I'll give you a fist bump." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Corona." This is the most awkward thing I've ever said in my entire life. <laughs> I've I've said way more smooth things to women that, uh, than that. But uh, so then like three days later was whenever the first case was announced in Texas. And guess where it was? Frisco, Texas. I'm just yeah. saying they didn't pay. They didn't pay to bring Frank O'Hara in early. You know why? Because they knew they weren't going to play any games. They're saying we're not paying you two million. To bring <laughs> him in early. They knew. They knew. <laughs> That's the same game. Was that the same? Yeah, that was the same game that uh, Eden Hazard was here. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't. I didn't have a media pass that Damn day. Damn it! Yeah, that's true. I should have. I was so mad. Should have applied for a one game. That's my boy. Credential. That's my boy. Uh, it is cute butt. I won't, I'm not afraid to say that. Speaking of cute butt. That Tim, too. Timmy Chandler has been killing it in the Bundesliga for. Uh, yep. Eintracht Frankfurt, even though he's. Absolute shit when he plays for the national team. And he can That's go, weird, huh? He can go fuck himself, honestly. Him Weston McKinney. Johnson. Oh, yeah, dude, Fab Joe. Was, Joe, there was a question. Uh, someone asked something about who. Yeah, uh, so you got it. Yeah. Which uh, FC Dallas homegrown that has left would make the biggest impact on the current team? Who's that one from? That's from uh, Christian Lozano. Chuki's brother. Weston McKinney. Uh, yeah. It would be Weston McKinney. Yeah, probably. And uh, then if you well, uh, maybe know. Paxton as Mori at striker, he doesn't count. Why not? He played in the FC. He doesn't Academy. count. Yeah, I know, but he's I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't know. I put him in a different level. He ain't even American. Does Chris Richards count? Yeah, I thought about him, but we're pretty solid at center back. I would love to have. Chris yeah, Richards. but uh, if, if it's a rotational tournament, then we could use somebody like him that could play all over the back line. He's so hard to tell because he has. Like, I think he's really good, but. Like the highest level we've seen him play is like German third or fourth division. He needs to get some first team minutes before I can definitively say if he's he'd probably be fine in MLS. So I'll say that he's good enough because at the U20 World Cup he was incredible. But uh, yeah, he I mean if he's strong help. enough to make the first 20 True. players for Bayern Munich, I True. would trust him to play on our back line easily. True. I think I'll find. Yeah, but the, the answer. I know Schalke's is not doing well, though. but yeah, Weston McKinney. Shit, I know Schalke's not doing too 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 well, but. I've watched Shaka play a couple times. It might be an upgrade for him to move to SC Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lost about six, six games, seven games in a row. Yeah. I think they had 13 it's games it's without really a win. Bad. Oh, maybe that was it. It's, yeah, it was 13 bad. Winless, I know that much. Some ties, but the first game was them just getting the shit kicked out of them by Dortmund. Mm-hmm. And then Jeez. Dortmund had to go lose to Bayern and make the little bit of interest in the Bundesliga race go right out the door. 
But uh, Joe, so you had one or two more fan questions, right? Uh, yeah. Fan fan questions. <laughs> <laughs> what are you the implying, only, sir? Uh, Francesco says, uh, do you foresee Reggie or Paxton, et cetera, um, delaying any moves to Europe post-COVID? I think uh, I, I DM'd him on this one just to make sure I understood. So basically it's just, do you think COVID will affect guys like that uh, making a move? And honestly, yeah. the answer is yes, because yeah. teams are going to be, you know, maybe trying to save a little cash. And or if, you know, so they're not it's going to be hard for FC Dallas to try to drive teams up on the price right now when uh, teams mm-hmm. are not as well off financially as they maybe were a year ago. And so I don't think FC Dallas is in any rush, nor should they be to sell those guys. I think they can hold on to them for another year. In Paxton's case, maybe a couple years. I think if corona didn't happen reggie probably would be we talked about reggie leaving in a couple weeks uh I think yeah yeah if, yeah if covid hadn't happened i think he would have been gone by october yeah oh, yeah for sure <clears throat> or the rumor mill would have been would have oh been. yeah we'd be here oh yeah yeah that would have started turning so he'd probably be yeah, starting yeah, i get i get paxton for reggie i, I paxton yeah. paxton wants to stay for another couple of years doesn't he yeah yeah i, I don't see paxton yeah yeah nice i give him another two years i mean you got to factor in now World Cup cycles, uh, international mm-hmm. competitions being derailed too, which are a huge factor in, yeah. you know, driving up the price or determining who who wants to, who need to. And I would say that defenders are probably more uh, more needed in the market than probably attacking players, midfielders, anything like that. So, and Jesus, I don't think is he's probably similar to Paxton, where it's a couple years off for. Mm-hmm. I do think the uh, we're, we were joking mainly about the sponsor thing. I think that might affect uh, who kind of sponsor FC Dallas is going to pull. Uh, don't be surprised if it's a company that's not very big, because <laughs> uh, maybe some of the big companies are like, yeah, we're not really in the market for spending however many million dollars to barely help our brand by being on the front of FC Dallas. Um, yeah. Some other people are saying stuff like, you know, like Toyota, but I mean they're not going to pay for stadium rights and jersey rights. Dr. No. Pepper, well, they've got the deal with trash-ass Pepsi for the next however many years. <laughs> Sorry, my dad, my dad works for Coke. I've been trained to trash Pepsi at any given chance. What were you going to say, Jeff? And, and, and we'll, we also joke about like uh, another MLM sponsorship, but that could be the case if those are the ones giving FC Dallas the highest. Oh, yeah, highest they'll just take whoever gives the most money for sure. Yeah. I I oh, yeah. I wouldn't blame. Yeah. Especially yeah. now. Even if it's a PR wreck, I'm sure. Like. Mm-hmm. I think people are For underestimating how much fans. a lot of MLS teams are probably hurting financially right now. Like teams like oh, FC yeah. Dallas, well, first of all, a lot of professional sports teams don't run a profit year to year, especially a lot of MLS teams like FC Dallas. FC Dallas' main source of income is their academy teams, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're not still charging. I don't know. I mean, they're still charging for tickets, so who knows? Maybe they are still charging <laughs> academy kids. You know, maybe they already paid, and that's an upfront Yeah, I would, thing. I would put it past it. Yeah, so that's they're sitting on a sitting on child labor money right now. Um, so I like like I said, I think I forgot. I didn't ever see it. Did FC Dallas lay off staff or furlough anyone or anything like that? Did you see anything about that? I know there was price cuts or price cuts. Sorry, <laughs> uh, salary price yeah, cuts. pay cuts. Plus price cuts. Yeah, right. Never. Sorry, that's two things. That's two things you'll never hear in the same sentence. Um, I know there was there was top to bottom, I think twenty five percent from what I saw, hmm. at some point. I think that was early on in the COVID. Luckily, so. um, marketing won't be hit too hard because twenty five percent of zero is still zero, so they're going to be all right <laughs> there. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, to 
players, like, yeah, don't be surprised if uh, some teams may sell guys that they probably didn't want to sell yet, and they'll sell them for less than they're probably worth, just maybe out of desperation, you know? Don't be, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw some stuff like that across the league. Mm -hmm. Players that are worth some money, like uh, Albert Elise for Houston, who, you know, they've been, Houston thinks they're going to get like 7 million or 6 million for him. I think Underlect won him, but good luck with that. For what's his nickname? Black Panther? Yeah. That's a pretty badass nickname. Bad nickname, I'm not going to lie. I'll give him credit He's for that. He's a beast. Uh, yeah, our, our, our best animal is El Pulpo. Who's that? Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. That's what they call Jesse. Ooh. Segway! Segways are awkward, am I right? Uh, I guess we'll hit on that real quick. Uh, we didn't even think about that when we were talking about all the lineup decisions. Well, I guess Jimmy Maurer is probably going to be the starting goalie for the uh, near future. I think it's pretty safe to say that. Um, yeah. Kyle Zobek will probably step in <laughs> as the backup. Mm -hmm. And maybe that changes FC Dallas's, uh transfer plans a little <laughs> once the window opens. Obviously, we're not 100% on anything yet. Uh, you know, he's he was suspended for now, and he was admitted into the substance abuse program. That's really as much as we know. Um Guys over at Dallas Sports or Dallas Sportsman, Dallas Soccer Show um, did some did a little research and reached out to Frisco PD and they put out a statement. Basically, it's pretty graphic describing that you know what happened and uh, it doesn't look good um, <laughs> to say the least. And if what they said is true, uh, don't be surprised to never see Justin Gonzalez play for FC Dallas again or maybe for anyone in MLS. And probably it's the way it should be. I'll mm -hmm. put it at that. Would not be surprised to see him sold yeah. somewhere for pennies on the dollar, or yeah. just released. They might have their hands tied a little bit to where the media scrutiny might just make them release him instead of selling him. And he just yeah. got a big contract, so he just got a contract extension with the hopes of maybe being able to sell him for more money because he's tied up longer, similar to like Reggie Deal and stuff like that. Yeah. Paxton. But uh, that tied out the door. It, it's a touchy, awkward subject to to talk yeah. about, obviously. But I mean, it's it's it is it is what it is. I mean, like you said, there's there's no details on that. But even in this day and age, you know, that's how it should be. Is whether or not you know the the he's found guilty or whatever. You know, that's still it, it looks bad on you as a person. It looks bad on you as a team if you were to hold somebody like that. And yeah, so. one thing. What's one thing that's worth noting is you know. The Hunts own the Chiefs, and Kareem Hunt, that's his name, right, Joe? For the Chiefs, mm -hmm. Kareem Hunt receiver. Is he the one who the broke his back. son, his, like... Oh, no, oh, you're talking about Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, is that who's Kareem Tyreek Hunt? Hill. He was a wide receiver. Uh, Kareem Hunt is the one that kicked a lady in the hallway at a hotel. Oh, yeah, and it was on video uh, and stuff, right? It was, yeah, that was really weird. And he incident. got signed to a big extension Tyreek Hill's after more. that. The uh, no, Kareem Hunt, I think, was on his rookie deal and got released and then picked up. He got released from the, the Kansas City Chiefs and got picked up by the Browns. Tyree Kill still oh, yeah, played yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. Kareem Hunt. Okay, so the, so they did release they did release Kareem Hunt yeah, after they his. They released him. A player. So, historically but, speaking, not the best of looks. But Tyree Kill plays for the Chiefs, correct? Yeah. Tyree Kill plays yeah. for the Chiefs. And he's the one who broke his yeah. toddler's arm. Yeah. But there wasn't any uh, video evidence for that one. I, I don't oh believe. yeah, but then there's yeah, there's plenty of evidence that he did beat his uh, girlfriend though. So 
That's a, it's, a, it's a weird thing to where, you know, the Hunt's record is pretty inconsistent on how they deal with things like this. And I will say that guys who are big stars for the Kansas City Chiefs probably get different treatment than Jesse Gonzalez does for FC Dallas, you know? As far You're as talking about a huge multi-million dollar gap between salaries. It's easy to just yeah. brush off Jesse Gonzalez and uh, remove somebody who helped you win a Super Bowl off of your uh, roster. Clark Hunt may not even know who Jesse Gonzalez was until this happened. You know, so maybe you should have told him when you try to do that awkward uh, handshake. Yeah, so like, oh, yeah, Corona. Just, uh, J- J- Jesse Gonzalez is the goalkeeper. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, any more fan questions, Joe? Was there one more? Uh, no, that's that was it. Those were the questions. And thank you to everybody who asked questions. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, was, it would have been a little awkward if I put that out and got zero questions. I would have maybe had to hire some people <laughs> to plant some questions, which is something I've learned and school that you're supposed to do when you do uh, interviews or uh, presentations you got to plan a question just one or two. of KD's burner accounts dude that was a great tweet <laughs> that was so great that was my favorite FC Dallas tweet of all time yeah do you see the guy who completely missed the point I tweeted something about it I was like uh pretending to be a KD burner it was like not KD one five four three seven eight and I was like uh, y'all just mad because y'all ain't won shit unlike KD who's earned every ring he's won and some guy responded he's like earned he joined the 73 and I was like okay dude you missed the point of the joke <laughs> But uh, yeah, I can't really. Yeah, yeah. sarcasm or satire doesn't always, you know, play over well. But yeah, thanks for all mm-hmm. the questions. Um, it's cool to see, you know, people seem like they're uh, excited to, excited to hear this stuff, and uh, hear us get started. Uh, I want to give a couple shout outs. Actually, I'll give a shout out to Dustin at Dallas Soccer Show, who was incredibly helpful. Uh, whenever I put out the tweet that we were starting a podcast, he reached out to me via DM and said hey you know welcome and gave me a lot of help on uh this technical stuff i gotta admit i thought i knew a lot better and i really did (laughs) there's still some work i gotta do we'll see how editing this goes um i've only done podcasts in person and never done them remote and it's a lot more work remote um so he gave me a lot of help and a lot of advice uh also shout out to dan crook you know everyone's our resident english friend uh he's a he's a pro clubs legend as joe and i know um well, you have a PS4, right? I do. You have FIFA 20? No. All right. Well, you're gonna buy FIFA 20. This is probably like ten dollars now. It's. I'm. Th- I'm three months away from FIFA 21. I'm fine. It's gonna be like. If I made bucks. it this far. Well, then you're gonna have to buy a PS5 <sighs> too with FIFA 20. Yeah. Then I'm gonna have to buy a PS5. Well, I'm gonna do that anyway. I. Okay. You know, I have. I have. I have a girlfriend who's gonna spot it for me. So. Oh wow! Way to flex on me and Joe. Way to flex. Yeah. On hard flex. Hard flex. So, yeah, there's going to be a GoFundMe going for PS5s for Joe and I. Look out for the Sad FCD fans Patreon. <laughs> I got some merch ideas we might throw out there. Uh, be on the lookout for that uh, to cover some of the parts of the podcast. You know, maybe go towards that PS5 fund. I got kids and <laughs> shit. Uh, I have 10-month-old twins. I got to buy diapers and stuff. I got student loan debt. Joe, you got student loan debt. Yeah, but both of you have an OnlyFans, right? Walter, no, but if it's you're, requested, you're my cover. I was gonna plug that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you just use that uh, that that blown up Matt Hedges uh, <laughs> that little thing that they were oh, as uh, as I your uh, identity cover. I wear Matt Hedges jersey and nothing else in all my videos, <laughs> <laughs> and I tie it up in the front and in the back just so all you see is the name on the back of it. But uh, yeah, shout out to Dan. Uh, he also was helpful with some of the tech stuff and uh, giving me some suggestions. Uh, you know, reach out to older guys for tech help because I'm a dumb millennial who doesn't know anything. Youth. But uh, Walter, uh, 
thanks for coming on to the inaugural episode. So whenever there's a Sad FCD Fans Podcast trivia show, you'll be the answer that everyone <laughs> is searching for. <laughs> it's going to be like, who did Barry Bonds hit a 756 home run off of? Who was the first guest on the Sad FCD Fans Podcast? <laughs> El Chimico. Walter El Chimico. You have to put the Twitter name in there, too. They um, got to put the handle. Walter, do you have anything you want to, uh, you know, plug? You want to Welcome. No, man, I don't have. Uh, everybody always asks me about 19th minute, so it's it's. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I'm this is COVID thing doesn't help. I've been yeah, this COVID thing's not helping. Yeah. You have, you have, you you and a handful of people have uh, been been harping the DMs about that ish. So it's it's. I was gonna it's kind of hard to go back into it now. <laughs> yeah. That is so, thing I will say. I. I um, after this, it's probably not going to be a weekly thing for now. Maybe until the season starts, yeah. just because there's only so much to talk about for now. You know, uh, yeah. A week from now, there probably won't be too many changes. Well, who knows? <laughs> but so you know, maybe once the games start kicking up, we'll I'll try to get consistent with this and getting them out there. I never really want to be too much of like a game by game breakdown because, like I said, this this is more entertainment than it is you know analytical stuff. There's plenty of other guys out there who. Uh, give you some real detailed player quotes and interviews i don't think that fc dallas is going to be too excited about giving any players or staff to us to interview that's just my guess for now but if anyone's listening from the club i love you guys i'm sorry i take back anything i've ever said uh <laughs> gotta get the brand out there and uh, backpedaling yeah. bitch <laughs> stick I mean, to your word stick to your word sad yeah. fcd fan yeah you're right i'm, I'm not sorry about anything i said uh so 19th minute we'll maybe we'll see a return one day right walter maybe maybe yeah yeah it's a it's a very real possibility Look you know uh, no nah, i know <laughs> i know right no man um welcome to the foray you are now an enemy of mine so i don't like no, i'm kidding i got nothing but love for i got nothing but love for you guys you know that it's Aww. uh it's uh it's 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 fun to talk about the team. I I I like the setting of already having preface that I'm you know the, the peak sad OCD fan, and uh, being a little bit unchained is also nice too. You know, but uh, this is what we need. This is what the club needs. It's 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 you know I I, I say this a lot, but you know FC Dallas isn't gonna pay us to talk about them, so I mean we might as well just talk about it anyway. So why not? Yeah, but uh, exactly. congratulations on your first episode. We made it. This is the finish line. Of your first episode of hopefully many, Joe. Joe, yeah, Joe. Um, don't don't let Matt run this show by himself because it's gonna <laughs> be a goddamn train wreck. I've been building a brand, man. I'm about six years deep on that. You you have you have you have you have you have a good basis here. You have a good basis here. I think so. People, I got more followers on there, and I have my own freaking personal account now, like almost a hundred. So I almost feel useless whenever I have to be my actual self, as opposed to a FC Dallas. I don't even post about soccer on there anymore just because I know, like, four people care. But, uh, Joe, uh, you're probably the one that uh, you might be a new face to some of the uh, – or voice, I guess, to uh, some of the listeners. So uh, what? What? Uh, which Twitter are you on? Joe's known as the bad boy of Twitter. He gets suspended a lot for <laughs> copyright because he posts a lot of reactions. I get random uh, DMCA strikes for no reason. And he got suspended, suspended on PlayStation for a week. But we don't have to go into that. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not go into that one. Uh, my Twitter is just at Mojo Jojo MTZ. It's just my name. But uh, for by finishing this first episode, I just want to thank Walter for coming through. 
He's been a real one since I've known him and since I uh, entered his like DMs to play up. on his soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, we got better. We got better. I would have been honored to have you back. We got better, but, uh, you know. Yeah, that was, that was a fun we'll time. Just... But, uh, no, I thank everybody that. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody that uh, reached out and asked a question and, and is actually interested in this podcast. Uh, I just want to do this for fun, and uh, Matt came through and knew that I, I like this. I like this club, even though they're very frustrating at times. So uh, I'm just excited to, to do this, and I'm uh, happy to do this with these guys. Yeah, this was an idea we've toyed with for a while, and uh, I'm glad that we finally. Yeah. I thought if there was ever a time to do it, it's why not now? Whatever. <laughs> I'm just stuck at home yeah. and bored as hell during the week, and I've had podcast equipment just sitting in a box since I moved a year and a half ago. And I was like, oh, well, no, at least I can use these hundreds of dollars I spent to, you know, entertain some people and hopefully have some fun. And, yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys hopefully pretty soon. All right, see ya. Later. Later.